we should start this one with a song because I haven't sang in a while. Okay. Ch-ch-ch-changes, turn and face the strange, ch-ch-changes. You're the singer. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I don't know why I'm the singer, but I guess. Because you have that voice. Whatever. You don't want me singing. No. <laughs> they delete the podcast and unsubscribe. That's not true. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Today, we are talking about changes. Yes. And specifically, we're talking about things in our relationship that we've gotten our significant others to change. Mm. We came up with this topic on the fly. But I think once we started talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is deep. This is deep. It's deep. It's serious. <laughs> well, everybody always says, like, there's that old trope. You can't change them. They just, they can never change. Like, they have to choose on their own. But I think you can change some things about your person. I've, I've heard, like, the opposite. I've heard people getting into relationships because they feel like they can change somebody. Yeah, but you can't. No, I mean, I think you can, but it's gradual and you can't take all the credit for it okay but i will take all the credit for our first change (laughs) let's talk about our first change so the first change is lauren got me drinking coffee like a fiend (laughs) coffee 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 (laughs) like so i drank coffee before lauren but I was primarily a tea drinker. I got really big into Tivana and to like fancy teas. I would go to the Tivana spot and the, the lady like knew me. That's how often I was over at the Tivana spot. This is like pre Starbucks Tivana. This is like the OG. Is Tivana still a thing? No, like I think Starbucks kind of shut it down. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Because there used to be stores in the mall and you used to go and there'd be like all these teas to, to choose from. So that was like my, my jam for a long, long, long time. I think it started with the French press, <laughs> right? I had this cute little French press that I used to take with me wherever I lived. <laughs> so it would travel with me when I would like go and stay in San Francisco for a six week time period. And it was just so easy. But also, I used to work at Starbucks. So I went to coffee school, and you had to know all the various regions that coffee came from. And I would consider myself a coffee expert at the time that I met Winston. Yeah. And I think at that time, you know, obviously I knew about Starbucks, and I would get coffee at Starbucks, but I would always get like the white chocolate mochas or something like that. All the things that are loaded with sugar and, you know, frappuccinos and stuff. We were out somewhere and you're like, try the French press. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they brought the French press to the table and then she's like, oh, don't, don't touch it for four minutes. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, we did the, the press and basically I was like, oh, this coffee is the bomb. Oh. The bomb diggity. 
I think almost overnight I shifted from being a tea drinker to a coffee drinker. Okay, wait, can I tell people like how you used to drink your coffee when we did go out to get coffee? How did I drink, <laughs> used to drink my coffee? But you were like, okay, I have to tell people what you used to say. I like my coffee like I like my women. Black and nasty. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you know where that came from? Where? Like, I always had this screen pl- screenplay in my head, and I felt like Samuel L. Jackson would be saying that. Mm. I mean, the way you drink coffee, I just could never. You had It was black, but you, like, doused it in sugar, and I was just not about that life, at least not at that juncture <laughs> in my life. If I was going to have sugar in my coffee, I also needed to have cream, so it could not be black and nasty. Anyhow, so taking ownership, proud ownership of this change for you because it was just going to be required. I feel like if we hadn't gotten to a point where we drank the same coffee, maybe we wouldn't be married. (laughs) But now it's kind of we're very much third wave coffee snobs need to find the artisanal coffee shop in the city that we go to. Mm-hmm. Can't go to the hotel coffee, look down on Starbucks coffee, look down on some Dunkin' Donuts coffee, definitely, for oh. sure. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kelly's listening to uh, this eventually. Uh, and uh, uh, Kelly, I'm sorry on behalf of myself and my husband. I want to edit that out. <laughs> but, yeah, so now it's, you know, we graduate to the... Chemex every morning. We just got a new fancy coffee grinder. We're about that life. Yes, all about <laughs> it. I mean, you just got to have it. Also, I think it's kind of like nice to be able to go to the coffee shop and like know what your partner wants. And I suppose, you know, if you don't, if you don't drink the same kind of coffee and you don't drink coffee in the same way, eventually you learn what your partner wants and you just go without asking and order what they need without asking. But, like, I literally don't have to ask Winston if he wants room in his coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And if somebody asks me, we're we're standing and we're ordering together. We just did this just earlier this afternoon. Went to the coffee shop. Winston ordered. And then later on, while the coffee was being prepared, the barista asked, do you want room for cream? And Winston wasn't listening. And I was like, no, we don't. So it's just... It's just simpler this way, husband. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> look, coffee, there's a whole, like, just variety of flavor mm-hmm. and regions. It's almost like wine. It's a cool world. And I got Lauren to thank. So the You're next welcome. one. You're welcome. You're welcome, dearest. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is the fact that I changed Lauren's television viewing habits oh my god you rocked my television world completely upside down is what you did and the fact that lauren didn't have a television and i had a nice tv and that's all i know is television (laughs) and now lauren watches more tv than i do i watch so much television it's bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's okay, I guess. Like these, It's interesting that these, these two things that we've talked about already are kind of like bad habits that you shouldn't really get hooked on, right? 
I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be drugs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Back in my 20s, I bought, like, a 42-inch plasma TV. That was, like, one of my big purchases. Like, my big, like, I'm a man purchase. And... <laughs> You know, that's just the default for me. Like, having a big TV, having access to streaming and sports and all that. Like, that's just what I've grown up with for, like, a long time. But now, you watch TV more than I do. I don't know. Like, TV is, like, a very, very large part of your life. I feel like I can get away without watching TV. And also, too... When I watch TV now, I might watch more more YouTube videos. Maybe I'm watching TV a little bit smaller doses. I mean, there's a period when I was like binge watching shows and whatnot. But I feel like now that you're you're watching more and more TV, like we don't watch the same stuff a lot of times. So I'm kind of tuning out a little bit more and like just reading on the iPad and things like that. But yeah, sometimes I feel like I created a monster. You did. <laughs> And for that, you should not feel proud. Like, the excitement you have around television (laughs) is just crazy sometimes. (laughs) Why is it crazy? I don't know. Crazy how? Don't call women crazy. I didn't call you crazy. I call the excitement. Okay. The excitement. (laughs) I am modified. The crazy was a modifier of the excitement. Oh, (laughs) I think the last time I owned a television of my own was like my first year of college. My grandma got me a TV and it was a small little thing. So that was in 2002 to 2003. And then I didn't meet you until 2010. We didn't move in together until 2011. And we had a TV. We had your TV from that point on. Yeah. I still haven't like gone to shop and choose a television with with you. Did I pick this one? No, no I did not. No. <laughs> I just am happy with whatever comes comes home. <laughs> it's whatever. Like that TV is too big anyway. It, it is just the right size. It's ginormous. It is just the right size for our square footage okay. and our viewing angle. <laughs> <laughs> it it does feel like I should be doing other things sometimes, like especially on those those long winter months when you know there's nothing going on on the weekend and I'm home because I don't want to go outside and it's a binge it's a binge day because it's been a rough week, like hours upon hours. Yeah. And, and that's something I, I, I'm trying to be more conscious about for myself and, like, taking breaks and, you know. Because um, I've also noticed that, like, when I'm binging, I'm, it almost feels like I'm entering into the subconscious where I'm not even paying attention sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. It's just very interesting now. Like, our attitudes have changed a bit. I'm not, I'm not that person who's like, oh, my God, I'll never own a TV. But I'm also just more conscious about the place that television has in my life right now. Mm. So, What is that place? I mean, it's. I feel like it has to make some more room besides my iPad and make some more room besides, you know, some of the other things I want to do. 
but it's probably not going to be the primary focus of like my entertainment maybe you know like going out to movies now like it has to make room alongside that where I think television used to be like the primary focus for my entertainment I used to have this huge DVD collection and like Blu-ray collection and things like that whereas now it's just another thing it's another tool for my entertainment so maybe we should just get rid of all of our screens nope <laughs> not doing that it was a thought addicted you should just all in my veins just think about it <laughs> you think i could live without television i think you could probably you could live out without television more than i could live without television i think mm-hmm. i feel like you've done it before so you can maybe fall back into that pattern but yeah. for me i don't know i've never not had a television hmm. maybe that's the thing i could change about you oh <laughs> another thing we'll see i don't i don't think so baby though mm. so the third thing we want to talk about is social media you know i've been on social media for a long time for like 10 years but i don't do this new millennial social media where you have to do selfies and show your face i like the social media where like i show my words i show my knowledge and now you have to like get up in the camera (laughs) okay and then so you're saying babe that i changed I changed this about you. I wouldn't say changed. <laughs> but now my face is on social media and I haven't resisted it. I tried to. But like, I don't know, you stick a camera in my face. <sighs> and you like stick a camera in my face when I'm like not ready. I feel like I need to be like, you know, ready for it. Why? Because this it's is... like a, you know. What about real life? But is it real life? Sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a change change, but more active on social media. People recognize me that I've never met before. <laughs> which, is, which is weird. <laughs> we'll go in out. In like different cities. Yeah, we'll go out and we'll run into like friends who've never met Winston before. Or family members, and they'll be like, "Oh, I know you." <laughs> and Winston will be like, "Funny, I've never met you before." <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, you, I'm just—you have to be out there. Like, it's important for our relationship. It's the whole reason why you were like, "Oh, we gotta put our relationship on Facebook." Same thing. You gotta like put yourself in out in the world. Otherwise, bad things could happen. Like what? Well, hussies could come knocking at the door saying, oh, Winston, how are you? But that could happen if I put my face on the world, into the world. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Oh. Anyway. Where's your wife? Anyway. So that's a very interesting change, I think. Um (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get more comfortable with my face being out there. Without your face being out there, this is married can never have been born. So all of our listeners, thank you. 
all 20 of them. My Instagram <laughs> said, like, no selfies ever. Is that what it says? It used to. Oh. I think I changed it. But it said that for the longest time. Well. Because it's, like, my, my portal to, like, what I see and not what people see of me. I think we've been on social media as the same amount of time as each other. We have. Um, I was very active on Facebook when Facebook became a thing. Back when it was just only college students and you had to have a .edu to use it. Um, and then it went to Twitter and you know posting things like what you had on your sandwich that day, <laughs> you know? And oh, like, back, back when Twitter was so cool so and fascinating. So cool and pure and perfect. Yeah. Ugh, why do things have to change? <laughs> Makes me sad. But yeah, I mean, it, it feel like for me it was just a natural progression. Um, turning my social media life into a documentation of like myself and growing up, etc. And I wanted people to come with me on the journey. That's all. But do you have to put your face on it? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's all. I came from a time when you, it's like, you put like a little like cat face on it. And like people would never know. There's still people I know from the internet 15 years ago still don't know what the face looks like. Mm. Are they actually real? Ooh, don't know. What if it's a bot? Could be a bot. What if it's a Russian probe? Could be that too. (laughs) Anyway. I don't know. It's just a very interesting conversation. And I feel like these are kind of, they're, they're all cute little changes. Harmless. Yeah, totally. Yeah, harmless. Yeah. And I think we've been lucky. I, I, I feel like we've been saying, I've been saying that like so many times. I feel like we've been lucky. Like there hasn't been like a major change, right? Like yes. you haven't had to like get me off an addiction or something. Right. Um, or I didn't turn you to addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So thank goodness. I don't mean to laugh at that. There are probably people who like are listening to this and their partner maybe did turn them into addiction or like former partner and maybe something they got out of. I'd love to know. Yeah. I mean, again, we love feedback from couples and we'd love to know how have you changed your significant other? Really curious about that. So it's an important discussion to have. Definitely. We didn't talk about us even talking about the changes. I think it just happened like very gradual mm-hmm. and we noticed it, but kind of curious if that wasn't the case in your relationship and you, you know, maybe had to talk it out and maybe there's just, just more friction in, in that change. Imagine, I need you to understand, I cannot be with you if you continue to put sugar in your coffee. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that will have gone down. Mm. I feel like sometimes that our, with our relationship, I have to like casually suggest something that I want to change and have you like vehemently oppose and then eventually warm up to it because I don't let go. <laughs> That's how I think I get what I want yeah. if changes occur here. 
here in this Ford to Ford thing okay. that we got going on. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I don't know either. It's like <laughs> it, that could be probably a topic for a therapy session. How I manipulate how I manipulate you in our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> We should we should actually broach that. Yes. Well, we ha- we do have a um a therapist that wants to come and talk to us and talk on the show. So this is going to be fun, you guys. Wait till these winter episodes hit your ears. Whoa. Yeah. It's going to be wild. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> cool. Well, until next time, like, share, and subscribe. Oh, it's like a little song. I hope people are like listening to you and, and like saying what you're saying like at the same time because they're used to your It's like a catchphrase. Yeah. Like share, <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, maybe it is a catchphrase. It might be. <laughs> but yeah, until next time, like, share and subscribe and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.